the holiday season and everyone's feeling extra warm and fuzzy right about now, wondering how for free you can make your customers, clients, and potential clients feel special. Literally, there's ways that you can freely do that. Now, don't get me wrong. I love client gifts. I'm still debating what I'm going to be giving my clients. Um, But, you know, whether it's clients or customers, or maybe you're just starting out and you're thinking, you know, how can I make my prospects feel special? Depending on the type of business you have, the industry you're in, real estate, um, pharmaceutical sales, you know, whatever it is, beauty, space, photography, whatever. I'm going to give you a few tips today um, of things you can do to really make your customer feel like royalty. Because the thing is, people don't buy from companies. People buy from people. People don't leave companies. People leave people. So as long as you have your customers, and when I say customers, I'm not just talking about your customers. Guess what? Your employees are customers too. That's something I learned from an old job. So understand, don't think about just the customers that pay the bills. Think about the customers that help you help the customers pay your bills, okay? So welcome to the contentcure.co. I'm Erica Johnson. Thanks for joining me again. Or if this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so glad you could join me. I talk about all things social media, blogging, and video marketing. And today you're in for a treat because... Along with attracting the customer in through content, keeping that customer happy with the customer experience is vital. It's super important. And that's why I want to share with you today ways that we can help them feel special. So one of the number one ways you can make them feel special is by saying their name. I know it sounds super simple, but you'd be surprised how many people don't do it. Um, You can be with a person for an hour or two and they don't say your name. That's kind of awkward, isn't it? (laughs) They don't say your name. Now, guess what? Me being the person I am, I'm going to say their name. If I know their name, I'm going to say their first name. And again, depending on the industry, depending on the relationship, you might call them Mr. Such and Such or Miss Such and Such instead of their first name. But, you know, in 2020, everyone's relaxing. I think the corporate image of the world is shifting. So just depending on your brand and what you want your customer experience to feel like, I call all my customers by their first name, no matter how old they are, okay? Um, It's been a very, very long time ago that I called a customer by their last name, and even when I did, they didn't like it, (laughs) and they told me to call them by their first name. So what this does is it eases their guard down because you're calling them by their first name. If we think that's their real first name, okay? They're gonna respond and they're gonna be more receptive to what you have to share with them. Even if it's just you in a consultation call, you listening to what they're saying, but you're saying their name throughout the consultation call. Now you wanna do it very naturally. Something I learned when I was working at Nordstrom, you don't wanna say someone's name too much because then it's super salesy. But if you say it in a natural way, at least five to seven times, just like I've told you with any type of repetition, five to seven times is for someone to realize that it happened one time. So by you saying their name five to seven times, that opens the door to you've just made them feel special. Now, it's not their name over and over and over, but just at the starting of a sentence. Yes, Bill, I did that. 
I did like that. Or yes, Karen, that does look great on you. Or yes, Samantha, that's an awesome idea. I would love to help you with XYZ. See, it just naturally rolls off the tongue. That's one way to make them feel special. And that's another reason why if you think about your best experiences you've ever had buying from someone, didn't they say your name? When you were in their presence, like a photographer or a makeup artist, and they called you by your name, didn't you feel special? And that's just so vital to the customer relationship, customer retention, all that. So that's one you know, um, saying their name. Number two, being gracious. We all have our own separate lives. We have our all own separate goals, priorities, family situations, love situations, economic situations, religious situations, you know, um, we all have our own psyches. So if someone is running late Or if someone is even late paying you, be gracious. Now, yes, it's important that you get paid on time. It's important that they arrive on time. But don't ever make them feel bad about it. Because you don't know. Maybe it was raining. Maybe their kid got sick. Maybe they got a flat tire. Okay, maybe they had a medical emergency that required their funds. Maybe, you know, um, maybe during this economic time, maybe their spouse lost a job or something. You don't know what's going on in someone else's life. So never assume, oh my God, they're paying me late. They're being mean to me. Or, oh my God, they showed up late. They only care about themselves. Be gracious when they do arrive. Thank them for coming and let them tell you. Don't even ask them why they're late. Everyone's grown, so they don't have to explain anything. And especially if someone feels bad, if you have someone that's a stickler for being on time and they're late, they're going to let you know that they felt bad. They're never late and they're going to tell you what happened. You don't have to ask. And to ease them to where they feel comfortable in the situation and don't feel worse than they already do in their own mind to make them feel special. You're just gonna, you know, reassure them that it's okay and that things happen and it's okay. Just go on with the service as usual. Don't dwell on, oh my God, why they relate. Just let it go. And I'm talking about this from experience. Yesterday, I was late not once, not twice. I was late three times. I was late to the makeup artist. I was late to the hairdresser and I was late to the photographer. Now I'm professional enough. I called them beforehand, told them what was happening. And they were all very gracious with me. So I'm very thankful for those people. Because not everyone's like that. Especially the world we live in. The world we live in, people will say, if you're 10 minutes late or 5 minutes late or 20 minutes late, they'll say, oh, well, you're not getting the service and you're going to pay me full price. Hold up now. (laughs) Where do they do that at? You're not going to service me. And I have to pay the full thing? Uh Uh-uh. Well, then again, I'm glad. Like I said, I don't deal with those type of people. Let me know in the comments below or send me a message or an email. Have you ever had someone do that to you? Because I have read the policies for different beauty services and just different things. And they do say that. They say, oh, if you're late, X amount of charges. And, you know, if you're so many minutes late, they'll just can't. The service is automatically canceled. You can't rebook. It's crazy how people are getting these days. Okay. So that's the second way, be gracious. So number one was say their name. Number two was be gracious. 
And number three kind of piggybacks off of number one, but it's different. So remember I told you how people feel important when you say their name? Guess what? When you spell their name correctly, they feel also so important. Because this is what happens when you spell their name incorrectly. When you spell their name incorrectly, they feel like, okay, this person has too much business going on to where I'm just another customer. They don't feel special. Now, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone's computer has autocorrect. But in the world we live in, you have got to double check the email address you're sending it to. When you're sending an invoice, make sure you're sending it to the right customer. Okay, when you are sending something for the client to view, make sure their name is spelled correctly. If you are sending them a letter, a thank you card, whatever it is, make sure their name is spelled correctly. Leaps and bounds. Okay, leaps and bounds. Fourth way you can help your customer feel special goes along with grace, but it's even more just a professionalism 101. You being on time. It's one thing if the customer's late, but you as the vendor, the provider, you should always be on time. Just like I told you about those three times I was running late yesterday, I was running late. But then guess what? I showed up before one of them. So just like she had grace with me, oh, I had to have grace with her. Because I was like, well, baby, I'm 10 minutes late. So, girl, how are you strolling in 15 minutes late, girl? <laughs> like they say, time is money. And time is that irreplaceable resource, right? So that's why it's like, no, we can't. <laughs> I can't be late and you come later than me. <laughs> we can't do that, baby. But that, that's like, I know that was a tangent. But yeah. In every situation, especially with the virtual world we live in, if you're doing Zoom calls and stuff like that, you be on time. You make sure you are there at least five minutes early. You make sure you are there at least three minutes early. You make sure you send the reminders to the client over and over. Within the day before, the week before, the day of, hour before. You make sure you did your part. That way, if something goes left, because like I've told you, life happens, right? They can't have a bad taste in their mouth about you. They can't say such and such was late, right? If you're on time and if you strive to be on time for your business, then they can't say that about you. So that's another way to make the customer feel special. The fifth way that I'm sharing today to make your customer feel special would be Doing certain things just for them. It doesn't, and I said, you know, this whole episode was ways to make them feel special for free. This does not have to be a monetary gift. This does not even have to be a physical gift. Just whatever service you're providing for them, wow them. This goes back to the whole idea of under promise, over deliver. That's how you make your customer feel special. Exceed their expectations. They might come to you with one idea and one, you know, train of thought of how they want their service done. You know, even with myself with websites, customers come to me with their wants for their website. If they give me creative freedom, I'm always going to give them a better website than they thought they were going to have. I'm always going to give them a better logo than they thought they were going to have. 
I'm always going to give them a better color palette than they thought they were going to have. I'm always going to give them a better book design, logo design, magazine ad design, commercial design, whatever design, especially when I was doing my YouTube branding, the banners, the in cards and all that, it's always going to be better than they imagined. And the reason why, and that not to sound arrogant, but the reason why is because I want them to feel special. Even on my website and on my other shop page, it says branding as custom as you are. Each one of my clients and customers is an individual person with thoughts, feelings, desires, passions, all that, right? I value the uniqueness in them. That's why I don't do cookie cutter stuff for them. And that's why I always try my best to wow them. That's why I try my best to exceed their expectations. Now, this is not just a design thing. You should, it, whatever industry you are in, whether it's hair care, skin care, makeup, waxing, as, you know, if you're an esthetician, if you're a chef, if you are a clothing designer, if you have a smoothie shop, if you make hair care products, if you make kid toys, if you design kid clothes, I'm looking around my office trying to get ideas. Um, if you make acrylic calendars, if you're a photographer, if you're an illustrator, whatever industry you're in, if you're a real estate agent, if you are a life coach, if you're an author, whatever, everything you're doing for the end user should be better than they think it's going to be. We can all think of a time when we purchased something and we were so excited to get it and then we got it and we were disappointed, right? And why were we disappointed? Because they hyped it up. See, I'm the opposite. I'm not going to hype it up. I'm going to tone it down. So that when I make their design, they're like, oh my gosh, I love it. I'm about to cry. It's so good. You could say, oh, well, they're just saying that. Or maybe they're lying. Oh no, I've had people start crying because the branding was so good. Not crying bad tears. They were crying happy tears because they just have never had that treatment. We live in a world where people are very individualistic. And I think social media has something to do with that. A lot of people are narcissistic. And so imagine you are thinking about you all day. And then everyone you interacted with is hanging, is, you know, thinking about themselves all day. Who's making them feel special? It's not now I agree. It's, you know, self-worth, self-reliance, self-happiness. I understand that. But it's nice for someone to say thank you. It's nice for someone to give someone a compliment. It's nice for someone to feel like something was made just for them. And that's what your client, that's what your customer wants. They don't want to feel like just another customer. We all know what that's like. You order something online, it gets delayed shipping somehow, even though you paid express shipping. Then next thing you know, they're sending you some email saying, oh my gosh, so sorry, we forgot. And you're like, I really needed that for X, Y, and Z, and they don't care. And then, you know, you get mad and you're like, oh, I'm never shopping with them again. That's what I really want to get to. The reason why all of these tips are important today is because these are going to help your customer think that you are the one they are going to shop with again. 
this is so important. This is a part of the customer relationship. This is a part of the customer experience. If you can get them to feel like, yes, this is my person. Yes, they get me. Yes, they understand me. I feel special. They're going to be a loyal customer, loyal client. And if you haven't heard, I'll tell you now, it's, you know, it's easier to sell to an existing customer than to a new customer. So repeat business is really what your focus is on. Yes, you want new people in the door because they can become repeat business, but repeat business is vital, right? So yeah, that's the conclusion of this episode. I just wanted to share that. So let me run through the tips one last time and then I'll let y'all go or let you go. So number one is you want to say their name during interactions, whether it's through email, phone call, Zoom, Voxer, whatever. Say their name, especially when you're in person. Please say their name. Make them feel special. Number two, being gracious. If something happens where they end up being late for the meeting or late for your service or late with payment, do not go crazy. Don't go postal. Let it go. When you get your payment, when you get your service, when they get to the appointment, don't ask them what happened or why. Just let it go. They'll tell you what happened or whatever. And you just help them feel comfortable again. Because remember, we want that repeat business, right? Number three is spelling their name correctly. That you'd be shocked how many people don't care to spell names correctly in communication, written communications, but it makes a world of difference. It makes them feel super special. Number four is always yourself as the face of your company, the leader in your company being on time. It doesn't matter what your employees do. It doesn't matter what your customer does. It matters what you do. It says a lot about you as a person. Trying your best to be on time is vital for your reputation. Okay? Okay. Number five is, goes along with under-promising, over-delivering, but it is wowing your customer, always exceeding expectations. That goes along with, you know, the the client experience and being consistent with that. You know, and that, you know, we can have a whole another episode about that because it requires self-education. It requires continuing education. If if you're saying, you know, hey, my skill set isn't where it needs to be, then that's something you got to work on, baby. But understand, it's going to make a world of difference. A world of difference. You're going to have a lot of testimonials. You're going to have a lot more happy customers. All right. That's the end of this episode. Hope you have a great weekend. Bye-bye.